Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Versecast, the Star Citizen podcast. I'm John Abraham, and with me is Caleb Worth. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks. You might know Caleb and I from uh, Citizens After Dark. We did three episodes of that, so you probably don't know us from that. But if you did, that's who we are, and we're back. This is the Aftermath we are doing the verse cast, and we have a new person with us, and that is John Gleep. How are you, man? I am doing well. Thank you, John. Fantastic. So, you might have noticed that two of us have the same name here. So, what we're going to do is we're going to go by John Gleep's pen name. <laughs> it's my nom de plume. <laughs> Which is going to be Gleep. So, John Gleep is Gleep. I'm John. Just John. And that other guy is Caleb. And we're just going to shun him because he has a different name. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just sit here. <laughs> Alright. So, this is the verse cast. We're sort of shooting for a Star Citizen podcast with sort of a casual overtone. Because we don't want to get into all of the uh, stats and stuff that a lot the of nitty other... gritty, yeah, the nitty gritty. Um, numbers are hard. Yeah, numbers. We just had a problem with numbers <laughs> a second ago. Yeah, we, we did. did. It was very awkward. <laughs> um, so uh, we are just going to talk about. What are we talking about? <laughs> I think it's a video game. Uh, so the space uh, inhabitants, something like that. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to outline what the show is going to be. So we're gonna we're going to be covering the latest news coming from RSI, and we're not going to sort of make it hard for you to understand basically the idea is you are somebody that doesn't want to go out and search for all of the information and we're going to consolidate it all for you every week but it'll cost you you 20 bucks (laughs) (laughs) for the low low price of 20 dollars 1999 Four Call easy now. payments. Yeah. <laughs> no Bitcoin. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's going to be the show. And uh, I think we can call it wraps. Uh, join us next week. <laughs> I think. Uh... <laughs> um, so, yeah, this first episode, we're just going to start off by doing some introductions. So uh, since these other two guys don't want to go first because they already told me that. Um, I'm going to go first, which is kind of tacky because I'm sort of introducing myself, but I'll do it this time. (laughs) Um, So my name is John Abraham. I started PC gaming back with uh, TF2. I had just a crappy compact desktop that couldn't play anything, and that was the first upgrade I ever did to my PC. I got a graphics card just for TF2. 
and now I'm building my own machines, and I spend way too much money on it. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So um, the thing is, I'm like a total FPS nuthead. Like, I pretty much only play FPS games. So, <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people are like, why are you doing a Star Citizen podcast, a space flight simulator, which is like the opposite of what I care about. And the thing is, I, Star Citizen is like the game I've always wanted. And when I first saw the trailer for Star Citizen, it like blew my mind. Because, like, there's this giant carrier, and it alone, without being a game, was, like, really impressive. And then Chris Roberts comes on, and he's like, this is in-game. This is real. Like, you're going to be flying in and out of this, and this is going to be something that you can, like, walk around in. And I'm like, my mind was blown. So I backed the game in, like, the first week that the campaign started. Wow. Yeah. Like, it just sucked me in. Old school. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, that's... And the thing is, I don't even play MMOs either. (laughs) (laughs) But on top of that, I have a hard time playing, like, solo campaign games. Like, I've finished very few solo campaigns in my life so it's like i don't like mmo i don't like solo campaign i love multiplayer like i love call of duty the last few (laughs) games haven't been like my favorite thing ever but so that's where i'm at and everybody is like still why are you doing a star citizen podcast (laughs) but i don't know it just sucks me in it's like i don't know so um Yeah, like I said, I backed in, like, the first couple weeks of the campaign at the Mercenary LTI level, which got me the Aurora MR, the Mark, and I didn't know what I was getting at that point. (laughs) I really didn't. I had no idea, because I don't think they even had, like, pictures or anything of the ships. Um, Mm. And it was, like, 45 bucks. And I felt like that was a good amount to spend on something. I had no idea of what I was getting. (laughs) Um, So that's what I got. And when the ship came out and I saw it in the hangar, I was like, wow, this thing is like the cheapest sedan you can possibly buy in space. (laughs) It's like, why? Why is this the ship I got? So I kind of lived with that for a while. But just recently, I found out that I can upgrade it to the LN for only like five bucks, which is what I just did. And good move. I'm not as mad about my decision now. Because <laughs> <laughs> the LN has like this cool like yellow paint job and this thing that goes over the top. Some kind of fan or something. I don't even know what it is, but obviously it's um the LN is the uh, sort of the interdiction model 
I think it's the militia and patrol model. Right. Yeah. I I I always mix up whatever words they use, but um, yeah, it has uh, the armed version, the legionnaire. Yeah, it has two extra uh, guns on the sides. Yeah. So you can write parking Um, tickets. (laughs) Yeah. Um. On top of that, I have a gray cat buggy. Because I have a deluxe hanger with a Constellation Taurus in it. <laughs> what? <laughs> I got you that man? thing. And the the deluxe hanger, I jump in there and it's like, I have to run for like five minutes to get over to my ships. <laughs> I need to get a gray cat right now. <laughs> the thing is, I had like 14,000 UEC on my account just from... I guess from being a backer for so long, it just like accumulated from, I don't even know what, because I think my initial package that I bought only had like a thousand UEC on it. So honestly, I don't know where all that UEC came from, but I'm happy I had it to get that buggy. Um, so that pretty much covers me. Um, Caleb, do you want to? talk about yeah. yourself every day okay <laughs> <laughs> um well i go by katarn sometimes so if you want to find me on steam or whatever or twitter um which we'll get to all that stuff later yeah but um yeah i let's see i started gaming with a lot of star wars games um back in the 90s and stuff like Phantom Menace, um, X-Wing vs. TIE Fighter, um, Jedi Outcast. And from there, I I kind of got into some more... Um, well, my first MMO was Guild Wars 1, and I really haven't played that many space games um, as much recently, just because I haven't found any that I've particularly um, just really, you know, wanted to play. But, um, yeah, I've always been a Star Wars fan, and um, I I really like first-person games. So, um, yeah, I, th- I think one of the main things that I thought was amazing about Star Citizen was you look through the whole website, and all you'll see is concept art and in-game footage or in-game images like they don't they don't have to do any kind of animation or other you know cg to advertise their game because it just already looks so good yeah and i think the visuals was the first thing that kind of captured me and then the other thing too was that the the website itself um is very um in universe like it's it doesn't seem like a gaming website when you go to it. It's like talking about all the stuff as if it was, you know, kind of real. And they, yeah, it's like they do a fiction. good job. At, they yeah. do a good job of, um, yeah, just making the immersion really strong. So yeah. those are a couple of things that really got me. Um, I have the 315P um, Origin. And I'm excited to explore with it, though I'm probably going to upgrade as soon as the Freelancer and its variants are usable in the upcoming updates. 
Mm-hmm. But but currently that's what I have. I I also previously owned an Aurora Legionnaire, but I sold it just because I wasn't using it and figured I'd just use that money to upgrade later. Yep. How how did you sell your ship? Uh, you go to your um, uh, I guess your profile or something, and there's there's a place in, where you in can, your hangar. Yeah, in your hangar, you go to your billing stuff or whatever, and you can click on the item that you want to sell and get in-store credit so you can refund certain things. The things that you buy through the Voyager Direct, um, you cannot refund, but those are smaller things like decorations. Right. Wow, I did not know that. That is excellent information. Yeah. Yeah, the thing is you can sell, you can exchange your stuff for credits and then buy something else. And then you can exchange that for credits and buy back the other thing. So technically, you could test out all the ships that way. That unless is very cool. Unless you own one that's not repurchasable because there were limited yeah. limited yeah. edition things. Yeah. Oh, good point. Yep. Yep. All right. So, Gleep, you want to outline your bio for us? Absolutely. Uh, I am Gleep, and I have a wife and a cat. (laughs) And uh, I've been gaming a little bit longer than John and Caleb. Um, My first computer game was a space game of sorts. It was uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy uh, way back in the days of the Apple II. Um, and I, I enjoyed that a, a bunch, but, uh, it was on a, on a friend's computer. So I didn't, uh, I only got to play it when I was at his house. Um, so then I stopped playing for a little bit and the first game that really struck my fancy that I had to have it and went out and bought hardware so I could play it was doom. Um, I remember a friend of mine came into work and had when that was when they used to do the games of shareware and he gave me. Uh, it was on one floppy disk, or maybe it was like on two floppy disks. And uh, <laughs> I installed that, and the first time I heard that shotgun rack, I said, uh, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm in. And so for the next few years, anything id Software put out, I bought and I played and played and played. Um, just I, I, So like John, I was a, a total uh, FPS guy through and through. Um, and then in uh, about 2003, the first Planet Side came out, and uh, again, it was a friend at work who said, "Hey, have you have you seen this?" And I, ah, no, I said, eh, "What is it? What's an MMO?" Um, but then I uh, I bought in, and I was was hooked for that or in that for for quite a little while. Um, but from there, eventually, you know, got bored and moved on to other games like Star Wars Galaxies, and um, <clears throat> and eventually ended up uh, in Guild Wars Two. Uh, which was how I got uh, introduced to um, some of the guys that uh, John and uh, and uh, Caleb play with. Um, but then I actually got to know John uh, uh, a little bit more by playing Minecraft, which is the thing that really uh, consumed me the last uh, year or so. And uh, but you know, like I, I play it constantly, and I sort of get burned out after a while, so. Um, John told me a little bit about Star Citizen, and I checked it out, and I said, you know, this looks like this is this could be the new hotness. This is uh, uh, enough enough different uh, than anything I've seen before that if it catches on, this could this could be a, a, a long, really cool ride. So, back all the in, cool kids are doing it. All the cool kids are doing it. 
So back in July of this year, I went ahead and pledged, and I also got an Aurora LN uh, at the time, um, and uh, said, "That's it. I'm not. I'm not getting anything else." Um, and but yeah, right. <laughs> over after about a month, I said, "You know what? I probably ought to. I ought to start looking at the freelancer because I, you know, I want something that I can, you know, haul a significant amount of cargo with and." And uh, something that I can bring a friend along. So I was uh, I was there in the uh, in the pledge shop, and I saw the freelancer, and then I saw oh wow M50 racing ship, um, and I had heard a rumor that the uh, racing module was uh, possibly going to be a- announced at Gamescon, I think it was. And I said oh I'll just go ahead and get the racing ship. Uh, forget the freelancer. I'm gonna I'm gonna race. <laughs> and so then about a week later, I said you know I still need a freelancer. <laughs> um and so i got one and so i've got i, I did get the uh the dur instead of the max um because i i thought you know it, it if what this game is how this is going to be so much different than than other games is that it's going to be virtually limitless then what i want is a ship that i can explore you know far far away things with and so the, the dur is built for exploration and uh um, still has enough room to I can uh, I can haul some cargo and um, uh, and like that, but it's um, I I'm I'm excited I'm uh, I'm really excited uh, to be able to use my racing ship hopefully here in the next uh, week or so and uh, looking forward to uh, uh, you know playing with uh, with uh, John and Caleb and uh, and a bunch of other people too so yeah that's that's me awesome all right uh, so. And- John, I had a question. Are you? Do you still have your Aurora? You didn't sell it. No, I okay. upgraded it to the LN. That's right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, wasn't no, sure if you upgraded it, then you were like, "Oh, I guess I don't need it," and then you bought the. No, yeah, I it. thought about selling it, but mm-hmm. I decided not to because it has. Um, uh, you could you probably think? even put the weapons from it on your. Connie, I mean, I don't know what comes on your Connie. Maybe it's wouldn't be useful, but yeah, no. The only reason I kept the Aurora is because it has the Alpha key on it, oh, which yeah, means yeah. I don't have to pay for any modules in the future. Uh, that makes and sense. On top of that, it has um, what unlimited insurance or whatever lifetime insurance. Yeah, that's so nice. So it's it's just a ship that I can just you know let ha- stay in my hangar indefinitely and i never have to pay anything on it so cool yeah, well, and like, i figured uh, yeah go ahead like we were we were talking about i think a couple weeks ago you know and like what happens if your uh if your constellation crashes or gets damaged or something that you're waiting for insurance to kick in and get a new one you know because from if i'm understanding this correctly you have to wait for a new one to be manufactured it's not like you just go back to your hangar and there's a brand new one there they have the, yeah. an order has to be placed, and then the resources have to be uh, acquired for the the manufacturing process. And there, you know, chances are there are going to be people in front of you waiting for the same ship, so you're going to get in line behind them. So, why not have yeah. a small a small ship that you can uh, continue to play with while you're waiting for um, your main ship to get uh, replaced? Yeah, for sure. And you know that might be the kind of thing where you can speed it up by shipping materials that the factory needs to manufacture that absolutely absolutely yeah more more immersion yeah (laughs) 
Yeah, now I'm th- now I'm thinking we have all the ships covered except for a good dogfighting ship. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which is the current module that's out. So maybe <laughs> that's what, maybe yeah, that's what I need to None of us have get. a dogfighting ship. <laughs> well, that's because we're forward-thinking gentlemen. <laughs> yes, investing in the future. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay, so that's the introductions, and. Um, that's just going to be like a one-time thing for the ep- first episode that we're going to do. So, uh, but for regular episodes going forward, um, we're going to be doing the news first, which I think I said this before. It's going to be stuff coming straight out of, of uh, RSI, um, and then after that, we're going to do Intel Chat, where we cover interesting things that we saw in Ten for the Chairman. Um, around the verse and in the forums and all these other places. Um, and then we're going to do topic of the week where we pull something out that doesn't have to do with, uh, specifically with something new that came out, but just something like, uh, what your control scheme is going to be when the game comes out. So we would talk about that for a little bit. And then after that, we're going to cover what we've been playing. Um, and what we're going to be playing, covering uh, what we've played in Arena Commander or Star Citizen as a whole, and then just talking about all other kinds of games. Because all three of us play all kinds of games. We don't just play Star Citizen, so... True that. Yep. All right, so... um, We don't have any Intel chat or a topic of the week this week, I don't think, but... We are going to just briefly cover the uh, version 9, which is supposedly going to be coming out pretty soon, maybe even this week. So There's, there's supposed to be an announcement on Wednesday, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, so, I think they've been... I think Chris has been doing an update, like every Wednesday, mm-hmm. kind of. Which is... And the update is always, it's not ready yet. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not that I'm not that upset. I'm used to it by now because since like the very first week of the campaign, they've been saying when something has come out and it never comes out on that date. So, yeah. And I've never I've never really gotten upset. I I really don't get upset about any game that is delayed because I think pretty much a delay is always a good thing for games. So, I don't, you know, I they and I. This kind of uh, goes back to what Caleb was saying about the website. Is that it feels like they're telling you the truth? You know, I, I don't get yeah. any kind of sense of like they're stringing anybody along or they're uh, trying to feed us uh, a line of doublespeak. I think that that you know when they when they tell you this is it's not coming out today and this is why I I believe them and uh, yeah yeah I I do get a very sort of honest vibe from them. Yeah. Especially since they do so much like behind the scenes uh coverage. Well and you think about the fact that they've asked the community twice through polls if they should continue accepting money. Yeah. Um you kind of know that they're not just doing what they want to do and scheming. You know, they they're definitely interested in what the community wants and the product that they're going to be supplying to everyone invested yeah that's something that's really funny to me because 
every now and then, like, IGN will have something about Star Citizen. And the comments are just going to be like, what are they doing with all this money? Why do they keep taking everybody's money <laughs> after the campaign? But, the, but like, the community that is giving the money wants to give more money. Yeah. And they want other people to give more money. Like, <laughs> like yeah. they don't even need, like, RSI isn't asking for any more money, but the people want to give it. So, like, let us give them money. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, but, you know, to and to be fair, I mean, the, the stuff that they talk about, like, on 10 for the Chairman and uh, sometimes uh, on the the um, Around the Verse uh, YouTube show that they do. I mean, the way that they're describing this stuff, it's like so radically different than the way other games are are structured. You know, it's like I have a friend who uh, just got a PS4 and got Final Fantasy XIV, um, and, you know, which is, I guess has been getting really popular reviews. And I went over and I played it the other day for a couple of hours, and you know it's it, the graphics are really nice, and you know everything works really tight and really well. But it's really the same old thing, over, you know, with just a few new things added on. You know, I mean, it, yeah. it feels just like another MMO. And the way that they're describing this, with no leveling and no skill trees and none of that, just go out and learn to do what you want to do well, and you know, learn to make money doing it. I mean that. I mean, how can you not want to back that? Yeah. It's it's really probably the most ambitious game I can think of. Oh, it's got to be. Got to be. Like, what what other game has, uh, you know, space flight and then on foot and, like, FPS combat <laughs> with, like, this crazy continuous economy that yeah. is run by NPCs and real people at the same time? And it's like totally simulated. Yeah, it's like it's crazy. And then there's there's one of the uh, first videos that they put out was Chris talking about how like the thrusters on the ships are actually simulated. So like a, a in a regular game, when your ship gets damaged, it'll just be like, oh, you're at fifty uh, percent. We're gonna disable these systems. But in Star Citizen, it's like if this little thruster over here gets damaged, you're not going to be t be able to turn that way. Yeah. So it's like they pinpoint specific systems like that, and it's just crazy. And they're doing it inside CryEngine, which is like the most amazing uh, game. What do you call it? Engine. Engine. Yeah, <laughs> engine out there. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, yeah, I mean, that's another cool thing about it is that is that this game has all of those, that minutia of detail, like that physics nerds can, you know, completely have opinions about it, you know? Yeah. And, but, you know, kind of like real life where physics nerds can have opinions about cars, you don't have to know everything about a car to just get in and drive one and go where you want to go, you yeah. know? So it's... I mean, I'm never going to get into, you know, the, the details of, of a thrust or whatever. It's just I'm going to figure out which way i got to point the stick to get where I need to go. And then when I get right. there, I'm, I'm going to buy some stuff, and then I'm going to go sell it to some other guy for more. Yeah. Know? See, this is why I like Minecraft so much. Because it's like you're just dropped in, and you literally just do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, a really good case of that is 
I have never made a potion in Minecraft ever. No. And I've played hundreds of hours of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you can yeah. play hundreds of hours of Minecraft without making a potion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like I've, I've never enchanted. I've never had an enchanted uh, pickaxe, you know, it's, uh-huh. and it's, you know, and no, it, you're missing out. The only time it, that occurs to me is when I'm not playing the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So let's cover what's coming in V9. Yes. So the biggest thing hotness is the Murray is coming Cup. In V9. The what? Just hotness. <laughs> hotness is coming. Oh. <laughs> I love the map that they've shown. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It looks. It's um. I don't know. I for some reason when I saw that trailer, I just thought of Mario Kart. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. It's like it's bright and. It's clean. colorful, yeah, yeah, clean, yeah. It looks like a lot of fun. I can't, I, I can't wait to try it out. Uh, I don't have a racing ship though, so I don't know how that's gonna work. Hopefully, they're yeah. gonna supply us with one, because I know for uh, the arena commander, for people that didn't have a ship that was available, they just gave them like a three hundred I or something. Yeah. So. Or, or, or if not, they could have, um, they could have a um, like a different division. So, like if you know all the people that all they have is the baseline Aurora, if they if um, if they are racing against each other, then it's a fair race. Yeah. Um, and a, a thing that they did mention, um, and, I, and I can't remember where I heard it, but uh, what they said is that for the racing module, the end in Arena Commander, uh, the Top speed of all ships is going to be doubled, so um, you know I know the in the, in the Murray Cup. No, in, in Arena Commander. In Arena as well. Commander. Yeah, yeah. So the um, why? Um, I guess uh, because people have uh, been saying that uh, the ships don't go fast enough. I, mean, I, 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 yeah, I think I could agree with that actually. But I mean, and I know we we were talking about trying to get together and play Capture the Core together. Um, which is another cool thing about point nine is that with the friend codes we're going to be able to do that more yeah. easily. Um, but I, I'm thinking in a game like that, having the increased speed is going to um, um, make a big difference. Yep. Yeah. So I'll, John, John, I'll I'll race you in my Aurora. <laughs> I just want to watch. I want to watch a constellation class race and just. <laughs> see what happens oh man oh that'd be cool be like going to the state yeah. fair <laughs> it's uh, like a tractor pull yeah. <laughs> oh dear that'd what are the racing ships well we have the m50 which is the one that that i bought and then i believe the other variant is the 350r uh-huh um isn't there a what's the mustang isn't that like a special deal having something as a, like a, a, a tie-in with AMD processors? I think so. Yeah. It's just another starting ship. Um, I thought it would be... Is it available to purchase right now? I don't feel like it is. I don't think so. But um, I think at some point it'll kind of be just an alternative to the Aurora. I think it's... I. Th- Wait, what did you say about the M50? That's a racing ship? It is, yes. Or no, no, the okay. yeah, the M50 and the 350R. Okay. Which are, are there variants of the M50? 
No, it's it's it was just like a one-time thing, and um, it's un- <laughs> it's unclear if it will be available made available again when they uh, drop uh, uh, version point nine. Okay, yeah, the M fifty was what I was thinking of. That that thing looks really sick. But you know, if they're really smart, what they'll do is they're and and I think we've already acknowledged that they are really smart. Um, is when version point nine does drop on that day, make the Mustang available, assuming that it yeah. is uh, ready to go. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, just it'll be it'll it'll be pandemonium. Mm-hmm. Oh man! All right, so <clears throat> then also coming in V nine is Vandal Swarm Co op. So you're awesome. going to be able to play that with your friends. Awesome. And I think I think the only way to play with friends is with friend codes. And I don't I'm not sure how that works. I don't know if you can like put in a friend code and then there's a friend list and it stays there or if you have to put the friend code in every time you want to play with them. Mhm. It'd be nice if they could get the uh um at least a friends list that was like integrated to the site or something put into the game. Yeah. Or maybe like organizations too. Like if you want to yeah. just set up private matches for your organization, um, that would be convenient. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, and then there, we're going to have flyable M50 and 350R, obviously because those are the racing ships. Those are going to be in the Murray cup. And, You'll be able to fly them in the Arena Commander modes as all, as well. Yeah, so that'd be kind of cool. I'm looking forward to trying uh, capture the core with my M50. You know, because you could yeah you could like do some sort of because it has really weak guns, I think. But I, I if you were you know if you did some strategery, you know, you could have a one ship that's a runner, and then you could have other ships that were uh, like an Aurora could probably be a pretty good defender. So you could almost kind of set up um, so specific roles on your on your team and uh, and go at it like that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah that 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 might be a good tactic, you know. Yeah. Have the M fifty be the runner, and then you got guys defending it. That 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 might be fun to try. Because I because I think it works like capture the flag. Um, yeah, that, it does. Yeah, so that if you know sometimes the the best defense is having somebody grab their flag before they bring your flag back to uh, their base. Yeah, you know. So, yeah, the possibilities are endless, yeah. like the universe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then we're gonna have private matches and friend codes and. They're going to put leaderboards in there, so you'll have, like, a reason to actually come back and play. Because right now, it's just, like, you go in and play, and then you're done. And then yeah. There's nothing, yeah. There's nothing to <laughs> say, like, you accomplished anything, but that's what an alpha is, so. I heard um, on a, a, a different podcast uh, them talking about that they believe that the leaderboards are also going to be viewable in your hangar. So if oh. so, they'll be available in game and also on the website. So that'll be huh. uh, kind of cool if uh, you know you can be in your own hangar, you know, and see your name up on the board, or see how how your name will never be up on the board. <laughs> <laughs> you placed uh, six hundred thousand. That's right. You you were yeah, last. They, they better have a they better have a search function. <laughs> Absolutely. I wish they would add 
like uh, multiplayer hangers. So you could go into your friends' hangers and check out their ships and stuff. Wasn't that, didn't that supposed to be coming? I, I mean, I w- would assume that it is. <laughs> you just kind of assume that they're going to do everything with this game. I know. Because, yeah, it would be great to have, like, a you know, a, a guild or a you know, organization hanger. Yeah, I think they've said they're going to have guild hangers. I just, like, Yeah, right I feel now, like I've heard that, too. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, because it's, um, I mean, because it would be really cool to be able to, like, have people come over to your house, you know? Yeah. I do that sometimes. <laughs> IRL. <laughs> yeah. So you could sort of be, uh, you know, IRL in-game. <laughs> Uh, okay, and then they're going to be updating ship performance. Didn't you say this already? Yeah, yeah, they're going to... The speed and acceleration of every ship is going to be MoBeta. Yeah. Nice. Uh, HUD update. They're going to be... custom uh, Customizer ship systems much more easily in flight. So, for those people that like to customize their ship systems... While they're flying, they can do that more easily now. <laughs> That's excellent. That's like like G safe and yeah, um, you know all the stuff that kind of helps you. But if you want to turn it off and do more interesting things, you can mess with it easier. Yeah, yeah. I was hoping that they they would make it so that you can actually move the the different indicators around because I I, I play on three monitors and unfortunately the way that it's set up right now is all of the indicators are like right in the crease. Oh yeah. So it's uh, I mean you can read them but it would be a lot better if I could push it out you know to the edges. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Surely they'll be adding that kind of stuff. You would think. You just yeah. you just need a. An Oculus Rift or something, so that you don't have to. Oh, dude, I am worry about so it. on board for that. I am yeah. so on board for that. Same here. I want one so bad, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna buy a dev kit. No, no. I have to. I. I don't want something that's like really heavy on my face and makes me dizzy <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. Well, if you buy the dev kit, um, you don't even get the the consumer version. You have to buy it again. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's not. Um, you know, and I wear eyeglasses, and they they don't have that quite dialed yet. So I gotta uh-huh. gotta wait until they uh, until they get that all straightened out. But oh, I, you know, and it's um, I've got the the thing with my headphones to where I can plug my cell phone into uh, my headphones. And so uh-huh. I t- I told my wife as soon as I get the Oculus, you're gonna have to call me when I'm in game because <laughs> because I'm I'm gonna be unreachable otherwise. You won't be able to hear or see. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's like Star Citizen is the new sensory deprivation. I, th- chamber. I think what she should do probably is put put a slice of pizza under your nose. That's, <laughs> that's probably what would work. Yeah, or that, or that. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're adding smell vision to Oculus. So, oh, that'll roll. <laughs> I don't know if I'll buy that space, space pizza. <laughs> uh, okay, and then they're going to be revamping the hangers, and you need. Everybody needs to go on YouTube and look at the new uh, hanger video because these things are these things look majestic. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see my business or uh, deluxe hanger in that. Yeah, they are epic. You know, yeah. it's it's kind of it's kind of um, 
I almost felt sad for a second because when I realized that they were showing the bargain hanger and how awesome it looked, I go, man, why did I, why did I upgrade? <laughs> I actually thought that too. <laughs> but then they showed the deluxe and I said, that's why I yeah. upgraded. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They look so much better. I can't believe how, like, it's, it's astounding how much they improved it. Oh. It's just a hanger, and they made it look amazing. Well, it, they made it look like you want to have your friends come over, you know? I yeah. Mean, like, you want to spend time there hanging out, you know? Yeah. Because that's why it's called a hanger, because you hang out yeah. there. I've got, yeah. I've got, a, I've got a discount, guys, so if you just want to check out the awesomeness, you can you can probably come over if I let you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So we'll do Thursday night football at your place, and then Saturday college games at my place, and then Sunday we're over to John's. Mine is a uh, black tie only. So <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> I have to buy one. Yeah, <laughs> just a black tie, nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. <clears throat> all right. And then for people that like new pause menus, <laughs> there's a new pause menu. God, I've been waiting for this. Oh, I'm telling you. Next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Caleb, you know what uh, the next thing on the list is? Of course I do. Okay. Tell us about it. <laughs> Six Degrees of Freedom with the improvements to the IFCS in-flight control system and flight physics, we are now ready to introduce six degrees of freedom movement for an entirely new way to fly. Wow, that's incredible. You read the thing right off the the, the text there. <laughs> hey, well, I knew what the acronyms meant. So. Yeah. yeah, I am was... impressed by that because I didn't know. I did not either, yeah. <laughs> so so now, now that we've read it, Caleb, can you explain what this means? Because I don't, yeah. how is this going to be different than how it is now? I can do my best. Um, the, the current system, when you do the free flight, or not the free flight, um, I forget the term that they use for... Um, Is it decoupled? Newtonian? Yeah, decoupled. Oh, okay. Yep. okay. Yes. Um, when you go into decoupled mode currently, you stay in the vector that you were originally traveling in, um, which is what it should do. Um, but you don't have quite the control that you should so my guess is that this will be um making it so that you can change your vector once you're decoupled because currently i don't think there's a way that you're able to do that you're just able to turn but you're still flying in that same direction but you should be able to still use your your main thruster and you know kind of drift to that direction as well so it's like strafing right yes um right yeah, I think that that's part of it. That's part of it. And the other part of it would just be once you're turned and you press forward, you will go in that direction as well as the original um, direction you were going. So uh-huh. I, th- I think that's what this is probably referring to. When they say decoupled, what are you decoupling from? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not sure exactly how the, all that works, but you're decoupling from the um, kind of fly-by-wire airplane 
atmospheric flight mode of, you know, you're going forward, but then you, you turn right with your mouse or joystick or whatever. And then the thrusters on your ship that are on the side will compensate so that you're not moving in that um, previous direction. You're now stopped in that, say, X direction, and now your Y direction is where you're going. You're not still sliding to the side anymore. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. I I just, I know that that we've entered into physics nerd territory. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So as long as it goes fast and turns roughly in the direction I want to go, I'm good. Yeah, I think this is going to be a pretty big deal for the people that do like to, you know, do the realistic flight mode instead of the atmospheric um, simulation that they're kind of doing. Okay, cool, cool. But they, they've been talking about it for a while, so I think it's a pretty big deal for a lot of people. Yeah. So, awesome that they're getting that done. Mm-hmm. Yep, so that is V9. And, Can't wait! Uh, yep, we'll Tomorrow. be waiting for uh, an update on Wednesday. I'm hoping. Yep. I'm hoping. I'm, I'm hoping to log in and see that little thing go updating, updating, updating. Yeah, yeah. Unless it's just an update that, like, does something under the hood that you'll never see. Because <laughs> uh, they like to do those too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, that's right. It's uh, it's 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 almost like Christmas. Yeah, yeah. It's true. Similar. <laughs> except, except there's no snow. <laughs> does that mean I get a I get something a present? You do maybe from the website. <laughs> no, everybody except you gets one, Caleb. <laughs> You get a virtual <laughs> towel. <laughs> I already have that. Oh, okay. well, <laughs> awesome. All right, so hopefully by this time next week on episode two, we'll be able to talk about some racing and all these other stuff we've talked about. Yes, yes, looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, are we going to talk about our organization a little bit before we go? Sure. Um, uh, do you want to, how about, let's talk about what we've been playing. Oh, that's right. And what we're going to play, and then we can go out with all the links and stuff. Fantastic. I was so excited about the organization that I went (laughs) right past that. (laughs) All right. So, Gleep, tell us about what you've been playing. I, well, I've been playing Star Citizen. No Ta-da. way. <laughs> way. Um, I have been playing some uh, some Vandal Swarm, um, and what I've been trying to do is uh, is get voice attack working, which is um, a um, a voice controlled uh, system for um, uh, controlling your system. And uh, because I I'm not I'm not really uh, very good with the keyboard and mouse uh, with the six degrees of freedom or whatever it's called now. And so I've been using an Xbox controller and with the Xbox controller, it's kind of, uh, difficult to, um, uh, you know, you only have so many buttons. So anyway, trying to get, trying to get that working and been having uh, limited success with that. Um, and, uh, I have also been playing the, uh, the other space sim, uh, elite dangerous, which is, uh, currently in beta. And they had a, a release this, uh, about four days ago. And, uh, it seems like it actually uh, broke a few more things than it fixed. I'm not sure exactly what they were trying to fix, but um, I've been having a, a devil of, t- of a time with that. Yeah, you and I had, uh, have been talking about that on the Heroes Tavern forums a little bit. 
Yeah. And I'm I'm actually pretty interested in uh picking that up. I've been watching a few videos and that game looks pretty cool. It is very cool, and especially given the um uh, lower uh, PC requirements. You can run it on a uh, on a uh, on a less beefier system than is uh, recommended for Star Citizen. Yeah. Um, and that what I like about it now is that I actually can do trading. You know, I can go you know from uh, space station to space station and uh, try to make some money. Um, yeah. So it's 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 fun. I think it's a and it, and it's it's a. A franchise that has a, a, a long history like Wing Commander. I think it's actually a longer history than Wing Commander. So yeah, it's, it's I'm um, pretty sure it is. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 pretty cool. And I think um, the first the first Elite was like vector graphics. It was yeah, 1984 when that came out um, in yeah. uh, uh, in the UK on uh, for it was written for a computer called the BBC Micro, uh, which yeah. I had never heard of before, but uh, you know, pretty <laughs> pretty. Uh, pretty cool um and then i've been playing uh modded minecraft too um i have a couple buddies that come over uh once a week or so and uh, we play uh dire wolf 20s uh fdb mod pack and uh mm-hmm. you know we build stuff and we blow it up and then do it all over again <laughs> that's minecraft in a nutshell yeah that's it is i, I love dynamite <laughs> so that's what i've been playing caleb what have you been playing? Oh, you know. Um, I've been playing quite a bit of Passive Exile. Yeah, I've seen that on your <laughs> Steam. Like, every time I look at you, you're playing that. Yeah, I mean, I've, I had played it a while back, a couple years ago, briefly, very briefly. Um, I had a friend that showed it to me, and I just didn't catch on to it then. But then I have another friend now who's also into it, so... Um, yeah, I've been playing a lot of that, enjoying the mechanics and um, combat and the skill stuff. So if you love looting, it's the game for you. But um, other than that, I haven't been in in Star Citizen much recently. I played a few weeks back, and I had I got further than I had before with the, you know, just the waves of um, Vandal Swarm. So that was pretty fun. Um, but yeah, just kind of waiting for this new update to do some racing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I haven't played much um, Arena Commander either. And sort of the first reason is that I'm not that into dogfighting. Uh, I, I want to do some of it, but that's not like the thing that's really exciting me about star citizen but Mm -hmm. i think the multiplayer is really gonna push me to play it because i'm kind of a sucker for multiplayer competitive games so i think i'll start playing that and um yeah i've actually been playing arma 3 altus life with uh kugo the mighty you guys probably know him yeah nick yeah yeah yeah, we've been playing some of that and actually been streaming it on Twitch. And it's a pretty crazy game. It's kind of like DayZ, only there's no zombies and there's vehicles. And you basically... So last night we went out and we found this dude that had these two like military trucks. And we took them out 
to a cocaine field and <laughs> harvested cocaine and made like a hundred or eight hundred thousand dollars or something like that. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> and that's not UEC either. No. <laughs> That'll buy you a lot of lamps. <laughs> <laughs> Workbenches. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's been kind of fun and um Tomorrow, Destiny comes out, and I am really excited for Destiny. My buddy Connor, who I have a YouTube channel, I do YouTube with him, um, we're going to be playing a ton of that. We've been waiting for this game for like two years, and I can't wait to get in there and start playing that. But it's not for PC, right? No, it's a bummer. Mm. I wish I could play on PC. I want to play everything on PC, but... Yeah, I got I I picked up an Xbox One because I'm a Halo fan, so I figured I needed to get that, so Right. So yeah. <laughs> um I'll be playing Destiny on Xbox One and I cannot cool. wait. So that's what I'm playing and I think that pretty much wraps up the show for that stuff. Yay! <laughs> All right, so let's drop some links on you. You can find, you can email the Versecast at theversecast at gmail dot com. You can send us questions. You can send us comments. You can tell us how much we suck or how much we're awesome. <laughs> Preferably the latter. Um, then you can also follow us on Twitter at Versecast where you can do pretty much all the same stuff as email and uh we'll I think all three of us will be on that account maybe we can like append like a little signature so people know who's responding or whatever but cool. tweet at us there you can you know ask us questions or whatever tell us that you like the show and um you can find our organization at robertspaceindustries.com slash orgs slash versecast. And, uh, Gleep, do you want to tell them what the name is? Yes, I do. Uh, we are those guys with ships. <laughs> the most epic name ever. That's us. We're going to be incredibly intimidating. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Watch out, it's those guys with ships. <laughs> telling you. I'm telling you. It's, it's, just, it's just got that ring. It's just got that ring to it. It does. Yeah. It does. <laughs> and of course, ladies are also welcome in our organization. So Yes. Everyone is welcome. Everyone is welcome. <laughs> everyone everyone is welcome to be one those... of those guys. <laughs> Except for those uh eight year old squeakers on Call of Duty. <laughs> Those guys no. are not allowed. No. no, no. Thank you, no. <laughs> and then beyond that, you can um, find us at heroestavern.com where we have forums and a mumble server. Uh, you know, we got Star Citizen forums there. Um, wait, maybe we don't yet, but I will set those up. So that we can start talking about Star Citizen on Heroes Tavern. And we got the Mumble server where we're all going to be in there and talking while we're playing. 
which yep. is what we're actually using right now to record this. Um, so join us there, HeroesTavern.com. Um, and and then for personal links, you can find me at the only Jonto on Twitter, and then you can find my YouTube and Twitter, no, my YouTube and Twitch where I do a bunch of different gaming videos and I'm going to start doing a bunch of Star Citizen stuff at uh, the only John Connor. So that's me. What are your guys' links? Um, you can reach me at uh, House Gleep uh, on Twitch. Oh, on Twitter, rather. Twitcher? Twitcher, yeah. That's me. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah, that's, anything else? that's it, yeah. Okay, it. awesome. All right. Well, I just I just made a Twitter, so you can find me at Katarn eighty seven. No, I I already had one, but I had to I had to revamp it a bit. And I'm also on Steam, of course. You can find me on Steam at um, my name's Katarn. And yeah, other than that, I'll just be on the podcast, uh, on the forums, through the email. Yeah. Oh, okay. and I. I'm I'm sorry I I, I uh, neglected I do have a Steam account so I am Gleep on Steam, just Gleep, not I am, just <laughs> just Gleep. Got it. Yeah, got it. Just look for. Yeah, Grover. you can. I guess I sh- I should. Yeah, my my Steam is also the only Jonto. I'm the only Jonto everywhere. I used to be the only Shadow, but now I'm the only Jonto. <laughs> I wanted to see. Good. My name was the only shadow, and the O in shadow was a zero. So it was like such a pain to tell somebody where they could find me. <laughs> it's like, my name's the only shadow, and the O in shadow is a zero. Just so you can't find it. Yeah. It's like those guys that use threes for E's, and they have like five E's in their name. Man, don't you hate that? <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, okay, I think we're done. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, this time. has been Yep, this has been the Verse Cast, episode one. And we will see you in the verse. Bye now. Bye. Next time, we should try to, in unison, <laughs> do See You in the Verse. Uh-huh. We tried to do that on CAD, like every episode, but it never worked. <laughs>